Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to On The Rise, a podcast about female college tennis players on the way up. On The Rise serves compelling stories and unique voices in women's college tennis. This is your host, Perry Shinen. In this episode of On The Rise, I will be speaking with Baylor University alum Jordan Sanford, a former editor for Tennis Channel who currently works for Variety. Jordan appeared in All-American Homecoming, which premiered on The CW this past February. Hi, this is Perry. This is another episode of On The Rise podcast, and I'm joined by Jordan Sanford today from Baylor Women's Tennis and Tennis Channel. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Awesome. Well, let's almost rehash what we just talked about just to solidify the fact that you were just on a TV show, literally from the pilot to the wrap of the first season. Yeah, it was such a rewarding experience. I mean, to see all the moving parts behind the camera in front of the camera. And now it's just like, we're one big family, almost like a team in a way. So it's just been really, really exciting. Also, just to say, so the title of this show and where it can be watched. Um, It's All American Homecoming. So it's a spinoff from All American on the CW. And um, it's following one of the characters from All American. She was a sub character. Now she's the star of this new series, and she's going off to college, pursuing her her tennis dreams of playing collegiate tennis. But yeah, it can be found on the CW for now, and then later on it will hit streaming devices and, and all that with Netflix. So yeah, being so heavily based around our sport, tennis, it's it's a big deal. I mean, we have we've had films, we've had King Richard this year or last year. But never a TV show, and especially highlighting college players, college female athletes playing at a high level. And then on top of that, you know, the diversity that you see in the show, lots of Black players. And it's something that, you know, for the Black community, that's really not been a thing and not talked about a lot. I mean, I feel like tennis in a way is not seen as a sport that can be played in a lot of communities. Um, so it's it's really special, just the whole storytelling. And it's super, it's super cool for our sport. And I'm just really, really proud to be a part of it. It's amazing. And so for those of us who don't know, you are a woman of many talents. You are a writer, you produce, you basically do everything. But here <laughs> you were actually acting. So how is that for you? Yeah, it's Again, just amazing. Um, I studied film in in college. I went to Baylor University. So having that experience of being in front of the camera on such a large set, I mean, there's 50 people around you with cameras, you know, everywhere. And, and when you see the finished product, you're like, it's amazing. But when you're when you're there, it's a lot of work. And a lot of people don't realize that you're out there for 12, 13 hour days, kind of like perfecting just a few scenes. And how did you get involved in this? 
I actually, I've been doing a little bit of acting on the side and, and all of that. So I, I applied and I just did a casting call for it, for the pilot. And I remember the day I was there, I was just as a tennis player kind of background casted for that. And the director saw me and was like, you know, wait a minute, can I take a photo of you? And he took a photo, the whole team saw it and we're like, wait, can we have you actually body double for the team captain and just to see what that looks like and I was like okay so I went back down to hair and makeup they put the wig on the makeup everything painted my nails to look exactly like her and then went out there and they loved it and they were like I think we found we found our our body double for (laughs) Thea the team captain so yeah the rest is history (laughs) And so were you nervous? Have you been playing, you know, since graduating from Baylor? Oh my gosh. So here and there. I mean, once every three months before the show. And so it was very irregular. I mean, it still is today. Whenever I go in to do All-American, that's really when I'm getting my tennis in and my workout in, I feel like. (laughs) But, you know, after playing tennis for so long, you you don't lose it. So I, I find, you know, when I go out there, I can still hit my forehand, my backhand, everything is is coming together. It's more so the endurance. That's still a little bit questionable there because, you know, you get tired. But um, a lot of these scenes are so short. Like, so that they might want a forehand and a backhand. Okay, stop. You know, so it's you don't really need a lot of that. So thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness for that. But it's, it's been, yeah, it's been pretty easy to adapt into that. And yeah, I feel like you don't lose it after playing for so, so long. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. The time is now for women's sports. As we approach the 50th anniversary of Title IX, Breaking Tea is celebrating one of the biggest moments for female athletes with the 1972 collection. Find your new favorite t-shirt and join the future of women's sports at BreakingTea.com. And we're back. We also didn't really mention your other job, which is not a minor (laughs) use of your time either, Tennis Channel. So what is your role at Tennis Channel? So I'm currently the editor of Baseline and Tennis.com. So I primarily manage Baseline, and that's more so of the lifestyle, off-the-court type topics. Um, And we dive into a lot of like small businesses and brands, pop culture, all of that, everything um, beyond the Baseline, if you will. So a lot of editing with them, and then I also do some photography tennis channel as well and i also just had the amazing opportunity that i still i'm in in shock that i got i got to shoot the last magazine cover for tennis magazine so it was an amazing opportunity with tracy austin she was our our ambassador for this issue so got to work with her and and yeah photograph the entire feature piece as well so it was just a rewarding experience yeah You literally do everything. That is so cool. (laughs) And you really are at the intersection of sports and culture, which is the coolest place ever, in my opinion. Um, (laughs) And and did you know, you know, when you were in college, obviously doing film, you were thinking that you would go the entertainment route at some point? I think that was always the goal. I I didn't know what that looked like at the time. 
but I just love storytelling behind the camera, in front of the camera. And it just seems like all at once, all of these opportunities are being thrown my way. So I'm doing my best to just go after it and make the most out of everything. I love that. And it seems like you're doing that. So it's so cool. So cool. Thank you. And obviously you've worked so hard and come so far, you know, from your time as a competitive athlete and, you know, how was your time at Baylor really integral to what you do now? Yeah. So I actually, I started off at the University of Maryland my freshman year, and then the coach ended up transferring to uh, Texas A&M. Yeah. So he wanted me to to go there with him, but for some reason I didn't have that same connection with the school. So I started exploring other opportunities and ended up at Baylor. And it was a really just uh, an amazing school, amazing teammates there. And I feel like just being able to play at such a high level with other women too, it's it's incredible. I mean, everyone at that stage, I feel like is is so talented and can go on and into the professional field too if they want. So it was amazing to be a part of of that. And was pro tennis on the horizon for you? So I actually, yeah, I played a, a few pro tournaments before college. And then I ultimately decided to go um, the college route. But after school, unfortunately, I had so many injuries and one of them being my feet, I needed surgery on, on both of them. And that was one thing that I had to, you know, consider. I'm like, you know, I've been through so much and I, I've made it so far. And at that point, I felt like I was ready for the next step in my life, which was scary because my whole life was revolving around tennis. So it was a whole new concept for me to start thinking of other things, you know, outside of the sport. And was it scary for you walking into a new tennis environment in Baylor? Definitely. (laughs) Because obviously tennis is such a big part of our identity in college, but were you able to, you know, kind of make friends off the team as well? Yeah, I was able to make friends off the team. Um, But however, that transition year, I was a sophomore and the team was all juniors and seniors that year besides one freshman. Um, So it was like, even though I was a sophomore, I was technically a freshman in their eyes, you know, it was that kind of dynamic and wasn't really a welcoming environment, you know, so that that was kind of hard to face because a lot of the times, you know, you were kind of like looked down upon as, as a teammate just because, you know, they were older, they had more experience. They just came from NCAAs the last year and did really well. So there's that pressure to do better, to be better, and almost like you're you're not you're not going to be good enough though to to beat us. That kind of dynamic there, so it was really really tough. Um, and I'm just I'm happy that I had my one friend who was the freshman at that time because we kind of used each other to get through those those hard hard times that year. But not always easy. <laughs> In terms of the future of women's college tennis, obviously you've you've played it. And now you're on the media side of it. And then, you know, you're on the entertainment side of it. You're kind of seeing these different sides of of the industry. And where do you see it evolving? Well, I still feel like we have a long, long way to go in terms of diversity and, and seeing that in film. A lot of these times, I mean, there's hardly any people of color still. And, you know, even when I think of Tennis Channel, um, I'm currently the only person of color on my direct team. So it's just those little things um, you start to notice. 
And um, that's where I think the improvement needs to still be. And, and we definitely are. We've definitely taken strides as women and, and all of that in the film and entertainment industries. But there's still a long way to go for us. But being able to be in that space and be a part of that change is it means the world to me. So hopefully little by little we we get there, but still a long way to go. For sure. I, I agree. And women's sports only receive 4% of media coverage. And so for me, exactly. that is, you know, a driving factor in this podcast and creating a podcast devoted to, you know, the world that we both grew up in and knew yeah. women's college tennis. But at the same time, you know, although we're doing work, it just feels like there's so much work left to be done. It feels overwhelming. There's so much, but I think that's the most important thing is just getting involved in it. And and you're doing great. I mean, you're already affecting change. So this is just the start. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that that yeah. means a lot. And 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 if we talk about, you know, the transition again a little bit about how scary it was, you know, for you. I mean, for me, it still is scary. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm almost a year out. But <laughs> I, you know, I'm wondering what, what your experience was like with that. Yeah. Um, I think as athletes, we're able to just really turn it on, you know, when we need to. And I, I came to that point where I made the decision, I'm not going to play anymore and automatically just switch to what's going to be the next thing for me. What do I want to do? And I knew I want it to be in a creative space. Like I said, tennis was everything to me. So just being able to jump into something new was the most important step for me at the time. And then I actually worked at an airline for a few years doing technical publications and realized I wanted to do something more creative. And now I'm at the tennis channel. So <laughs> everything happened for a reason, but I think it was just all about taking that first step. My name is Jordan Sanford and I'm on the rise. And this is your host Perry. And this has been another episode of on the rise podcast. This has been an episode of on the rise a Tennis Channel podcast in partnership with Behind the Racket and produced by Molly Scholson. Join us next time to continue our conversation about women's college tennis. This is Perry Shinen on the rise. <laughs>